the internet's home for Motown, soul, and great rock and roll. SkyPilotRadio.com. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Using free speech to free minds. It's the David Knight Show. Welcome on this Friday, June the 24th, 2019. I'm David Knight, your host. We're going to take a look at the debate uh, last night. I was here. We were doing it uh, live with uh, Robert Barnes, Owen Schroyer, our reporters on the ground in Miami. So we've got some clips for you of the debate. Uh, we're going to analyze. We're going to tell you what the mainstream media, the corporate media, is telling you who won and uh, who lost. Uh, some interesting insights I think you're going to find today. Uh, of course, we all know that the Democrats want to provide everything, everything for foreign citizens. They will get full benefits as if they were American citizens of the welfare state. Uh, that, by the way, has been the design. We've talked about this for a very long time. Coward and Piven. Going back several decades, Democrat economists, they said, we need to create a socialist utopia. The way we do that is to get everybody dependent on the government, uh, get everybody, as, as many people as we can, on welfare, get them dependent on the government, take the economy down. That will collapse the economy. And then we can rebuild on that collapsed economy. We can restructure everything into our socialist utopia. Well, that didn't really work too well. Most Americans didn't want to go into that uh, dependency. And so then in the mid-2000s, the mid-aughts, I guess you could say, they revised that strategy. They said, what we will do is we'll open up the borders. And that's the point at which all these Democrats, we've got clips of all these Democrats, Hillary, Obama, Biden, all these people, Elizabeth Warren. Oh, we've got to protect the border. Got to protect the border. No, they all just pivoted around that period of time. They realized that it, they could get uh, foreign citizens on the welfare rolls. They could realize their socialist utopia after they collapse the American economy. And so we're going to talk about this advanced auction of stolen goods. That's what H.L. Minkin said an election is. It really is. It's been that way for a very long time. You know, pork barrel politics. Uh, they have to steal everything from somebody else before they can give it to you. But, of course, they're going to also steal it from you. That's the sleight of hand that is there. But Americans don't really count anymore. And they're stealing all of this from Americans, the middle class. They're handing it to foreign citizens. We have a welfare state that, quite frankly, by itself, if it was just for Americans, is not sustainable. But we're going to extend this unsustainable American welfare state to everybody in the world, wherever they are. Come on in. You can come from Mexico. You can come from Central America. You can come from Africa. No problem. We'll give you all free health care. Every single one of those Democrats on the stage last night raised their hands. And uh, we're not going to vet anybody. Uh, we're not going to do anything about that. Uh, these people, as they're talking about Refugee asylum, I said, yeah, you know where the asylum is. You're looking at it right there. Those 10 people in the 10 the night before, it is Arkham Asylum. These people are insane, criminally insane. So we're going to take a look at the back and forth there. We're also going to take a look at the Supreme Court decision that came out yesterday. 
saying that, again, you know, when we do the census, you don't count. They're more interested in counting foreign citizens. And there's a good reason for that, because California and sanctuary states are going to see their money and their political power increased if they count foreign citizens. They don't even have to give them the vote. It'll just be more and more Congress uh, people from California that'll be filling the Electoral College, filling uh, Congress and so forth. So they don't even have to extend the vote. They will. They will extend the vote to all the illegal aliens, but they don't have to do that. If the Supreme Court says to President Trump, you cannot ask that question, put a gag order on him. You know, we've had the Supreme Court define what marriage is. They've defined what life is. Uh, They've said you can't ask a certain question. And, uh, of course, in the past, they've also said uh, if the public square is privately owned, uh, even if it's privately owned, you can't kick people out of it. But now they're doing that now. Out of all those decisions, which one, which one do we ignore? Oh, that's the one about free speech. We'll be right back. Stay with us. InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. So the InfoWars model is a self-fulfilling, self-supporting structure that is promoting free press and free speech by people getting together and supporting one another and sustaining one another. It is the only independent press of this size and scale, of this public reach. It is the one model that says, here's a way to have a self-supporting, self-sustaining, self-structured, little de-democratic structure that because the audience determines what content goes up, the audience determines what audience is ultimately reached by their choices in supporting InfoWars. And it's all because the audience spends their whatever it is, whether it's $5 or $50 a month on products that they like and that they want that actually compete with the corporate-driven model. And the ability to do that and at the same time support press, support speech, support letting the audience choose what news they want to see and what views they want to hold. And it's the ultimate American democratic expression and experiment. And it is the celebration of free press and free speech with free markets. The Internet's home for Motown, soul, and great rock and roll. SkyPilotRadio.com This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome on this Friday, June 28th, Year of Our Lord 2019. I'm David Knight, your host. We're going to take a look at the Second debate last night. Again, we were here uh, late covering the debate live. Uh, I was here with Robert Barnes, Owen Schroyer. We had our reporters on the ground in Miami. We're going to give you some breakdown and further analysis, and we're going to take a look at what the corporate media says. But first, let's go to President Trump. President Trump, of course, was not at the debate. Uh, He wasn't even watching it, I don't think. Uh, He'll probably watch the reruns and the commentaries, I'm sure, because uh, there's some interesting things. President Trump is going to want to know. Uh, what these people are about, because he's eventually going to be facing one of them. But he was in Japan, and he got a chance to meet Vladimir Putin. And, of course, it came up last night that uh, several of the candidates believe that Russia has to be attacked. Uh, They are our most dangerous uh, threat. So let's go after them. And they're rigging our elections and so forth. So he had, as uh, President Trump was sitting next to Vladimir Putin, and everybody is clicking all the cameras and taking the pictures, and they're uh, uh, edging uh, uh, closer and telling President Trump, uh, are are you going to tell Putin not to mess with our elections? And here's what President Trump did. (laughs) 
Yeah, so he says, it's pretty hard to hear that. Are you going to tell him not to meddle in the election? And he looks over, don't meddle in the election. <laughs> there, we're done, okay? <laughs> don't meddle in the election. Uh, classic moment, absolutely classic moment. And, and I wish uh, President Trump and his administration would have the courage to say, Russia didn't meddle in the election this last time. Uh, it was internal whistleblowers. It was Facebook itself. It was Google itself. They meddled in the 2016 election. They're going to meddle even more in the 2018 election. We've now heard the tapes. They did it. Uh, There are no smoking tapes of uh, Vladimir Putin saying, let's rig the election. Uh, But we have laid out for you many times the plan to not only control speech in the public place. uh, We can see that's happening now. Uh, Everybody knows that's happening except our elected representatives in Congress. They're still having hearings, trying to get their head around what's going on. There's something called shadow banning. Uh, Yeah, that was going on like uh, three or four years ago. And now Twitter is coming out and saying, well, for controversial politicians, you don't like President Trump, but we may uh, censor their speech in uh, various ways, label it as false and so forth. Uh, We may uh, delay their visibility on tweets. Uh, Yeah, I know that. I know that. I've seen that. I've seen them capping my followers and so forth on Twitter as well. Uh, We're going to take some of your calls and comments if you want to call in. The number is 888-201-2244. We're going to play clips of what happened last night. Uh, I also want to put things in perspective. You know, as we talk about this being an advanced auction of stolen goods, that's what an election always is. But I've never seen an election rise to this level of promising stolen goods. Uh, How are they going to do that? Where are they going to get the money? Well, here's a clue last night. Uh, They asked them. Uh, if they'd be willing to, uh, you know, wh- how they're going to do this. And they don't have any problem at all raising taxes. Play video clip number 15. Will taxes go up for the middle class in a Sanders administration? And if so, how do you sell that to voters? Well, you're quite right. We have a new vision for America. And at a time when we have Poverty. three people in this country owning more wealth than the bottom half of America... While 500,000 people are sleeping out on the streets today, we think it is time for change, real change. People who have health care under Medicare for all will have no premiums, no deductibles, no co-payments, no out-of-pocket expenses. Yes, they will pay more in taxes, but less in health care for what they get. Thank you, Senator. Donald Trump has put us in a horrible situation. We do have enormous income inequality. And the one thing I agree on is we can make massive cuts in the $1.6 trillion in tax loopholes out there. And I would be going about eliminating Donald Trump's tax cuts for the wealthy. Vice President Biden, thank you. Which is why I am proposing that we change the tax code. So for every family that is making less than $100,000 a year, they will receive a tax credit that they can collect at $500 a month, which will make all the difference between those families being able to get through the end of the month with dignity and with support or not. And on day one, I will repeal that tax bill that benefits the top 1% and the biggest corporations of America. Finishing the work we started with Obamacare and creating a public option that every family and every person in America can make a choice for their family about whether they want a public option, which for them would be like having Medicare for all, or whether they want to keep their private insurance. 
I believe we will get there much more quickly if we do that. But wait, but Bernie, mentioned, yeah. Bernie, if I could just finish, Bernie mentioned that the taxes that we would have to pay because of those taxes, Vermont rejected Medicare for all. Senator now, we need to put the American people in position to benefit from all these innovations in other parts of the economy. And if we had a value-added tax at even half the European level, it would generate over $800 billion in new revenue, which combined with the money in our hands, it would be the trickle-up economy from our people, families, and communities up. We Pause would spend that the right money there. Would... Pause that right there. Okay. So this is a guy who wants universal basic poverty. That's his plan. Uh, you're going to get $1,000 a month from the government. That's $12,000 a year, folks. And that's going to be your compensation uh, because he believes that artificial intelligence and uh, all the uh, things that are being done in Silicon Valley, they're not going to need you anymore. They're not going to need you to drive the trucks, to deliver vehicles. You know, the whole transportation industry, we're going to have about 50% unemployment there. And that's just the beginning. You know, these people are looking at this and said, we're going to apply artificial intelligence to every single industry and we're going to do it from top to bottom it's not just going to be one industry at a time it's not just going to be the blue collar workers the people who don't have any job skills or educational skills it's going to be everybody Uh, so what are we going to do to pacify the population oh i know we'll give them a little check a little check and again a thousand dollars a month uh that isn't going to hack it but you know he's going to raise a lot of money who's going to pay those taxes well, you know, they're going to give you $1,000 a month, but then they're going to put a VAT tax on everything, a value-added tax. Do you understand what a value-added tax is? It's not simply a sales tax. At every single level of production, you know, from the manufacturer to the distributor to the regional distributor to the retailer, and then finally from the retailer to the uh, end product, they add taxes every single level there. So it's basically a pyramid scheme of taxes. You get taxed on the taxes from the previous uh, person as it's passed along. (coughs) Excuse me. So these taxes snowball through the system. I've said a long time, uh, I I was kind of surprised for a very long time why the government would go to something like the income tax here in America when they could actually uh, tax more using the VAT like they do in Europe because it's very stealthy. You can put a huge tax that, again, snowballs through the levels of distribution, and the people don't see it. After a while, I realized the income tax was really there in the beginning because they wanted to get intelligence on you. They wanted to know more about your life, and they were willing to be more visible about their taxation and even take less of it You know, because they've got the fiat currency. They've got the petrodollar, the world's reserve currency. They don't really have to worry about the deficit at this point in time. They wanted that intel on you, but now they've got the computerized intel on you. They can scrape it off of Facebook, everything that you put there. They can monitor everything that you do. They're getting ready to extend that to an unbelievable level. If you stop and think about this, if you read their papers, as I have, uh, what they want to do with uh, geospatial intelligence, activity-based intelligence, what they're already doing in China, uh, they don't need that intelligence anymore from the income tax system. So, yeah, let's just roll this out. And did you hear what he said about trickle up? (laughs) Trickle up? This is what the Democrats have always complained. They said, wait a minute, all the money is flowing up to the 1%. Uh, As I said last night, he does not realize the gravity of the situation. Things do not trickle up. Uh, But they are pissing down our back and telling us it's raining in the uh, terms of outlaw Josie Wales. We'll be right back. Stay with us.
Serving with InfoWars is a great honor, but I still need my morning coffee. And luckily, our break room at the InfoWars headquarters is stocked full of high-quality InfoWars store Patriot Blend coffee. Grown in the high mountains of southern Mexico, the Chiapas farmers grow 100% organic, non-GMO coffee at the ideal altitude for the perfect cup. A robust coffee with great flavor and mild acidity. There has never been a more important time to support InfoWars. So if you love coffee, and if you want to fight for freedom, then you can help. Order now at the InfoWars store. Sign up for AutoShip and get your own high-quality supply of Patriot Blend coffee delivered right to your door at InfoWarsStore.com. Robert Barnes, what has big tech become? Uh, big tech are big babies that have become big bullies. And the way they did so is because they faced no consequence, social, economic, political, or legal, for their illicit activities over two decades. And because of that, that's why the courts, the judges, the juries, the members of the independent free press that care about this, the ordinary members of the public and the audience that care about this, have to bring real social, political, economic consequence to their course of conduct. Otherwise, they will never change. And they will become the big tech oligarchs, the equivalent to the big trust of the 19th century, who ran American politics and ran American economy almost into the ground until we were able to recover after the Great Depression. The InfoWars audience is the fuel that flames the, the, the light of liberty across the world to make real the actions of independent free speech, to make real the original promise of an independent free press. Real collusion is big tech and big media manipulating and working with each other to try to meddle with elections, to try to shake people's thoughts. And then the whopper of telling us the whole time it's not happening. It's the ultimate form of gaslighting. What you just saw isn't what you just saw, even it is what, what you just saw. <laughs> talk to Marcus in New York. Marcus, you're on the air. Thanks for holding. Hey, Alex. Yeah, I just want to say, uh, your show is a breath of fresh air. I talk to a lot of people here out in New York City, and one thing I can tell you is that almost nobody agrees with these wars. I think that the neocons are trying desperately to get Trump to go to a war because they know that that's the only way that they could defeat him in the eyes of the public the approaching 2020. That's it. I mean, if Trump buys into this, it'll be the end of his presidency. It's the only way I think he can be defeated other than assassinating him. It's a time to be praying, my friend. I agree entirely in the last thing I just want to say, Alex, is I know they're trying to shut you down, but the reinforcements have arrived, man. I would love to see you on air until you're 80 years old. I would love to see what you're talking about when you're 80. But if they do shut you down, no, you've gone into this war. You've won a lot of battles, and there are a lot of people like myself and many others who are going to continue. We're going to keep fighting in the info war, and even if something does happen to you or your show, know for a fact that you've gotten a lot of people fired up for liberty. Thank you, sir, for calling. Clown World, InfoWars.com, ladies and gentlemen. It's already being printed. Your new ultra-limited edition Clown World t-shirt will be shipped out to you. And on the back, like a concert t-shirt, Clown World 2020, Cory Booker and all the rest of the usual suspects. We're going to have live coverage, and there's only 5,000 of these being printed. And that's it, and it funds the operation. It's a clown world, and we're just living in it. Celebrate the circus that is Democratic debates with this exclusive limited time 
Time Clown World shirt. 1995, really soft, nice, high quality fabric, whole nine yards for everybody. No reviews yet. And yes, we're running store wide, free shipping, 50% off of the supplements, and double Patriot points. And that's how we fund this operation. Thanks to you, the amazing audience, and this amazing crew, and everybody else. We will prevail. Infowarsstore.com or triple eight two five three three one three nine. Please support us today. These sales are big. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to the David Knight Show. Welcome back. We're going to be taking calls. Uh, what you think about the debates? Again, that number is 888-201-2244. If you want to call in or if you want to leave a question or a comment uh, to be responded to on Twitter, you can put it there. I still have a Twitter account. Of course, Twitter is saying that they're going to even come after verified politicians who have more than 100,000 followers. That appears to be uh, the point at which they start to scrutinize what you're doing. That's what I noticed. And cap you. They cap your followers. They shadow ban your content if they don't like it. But, of course, for the politicians, they'll put a notice over the tweets that uh, this violates our standards. Uh, but it might have some public interest, you know, because uh, maybe a world leader had to say it. Uh, blocking world leaders, I used to say, this is what Twitter said before when people criticized, said, uh, why are you letting President Trump on Twitter? They said, blocking a world leader from Twitter or removing their controversial tweets would hide important information People should be able to see and debate. It would also not silence that leader, but it would certainly hamper necessary discussion around their words and actions. Now, however, they've seen how masterfully President Trump has used that. Again, going back in the analogy that we made to the way that FDR used the new media of radio with his fireside chats, President Trump has been able to speak directly to the people going over the heads of the corporate media who oppose him, and that has to be stopped. Uh, but, of course, uh, you know, again, for those of us who have more than 100,000 followers, uh, we'll still be censored. We'll still be capped. There won't be any notification <laughs> if they don't like our political content. And believe me, they don't like my political content at all. They don't like my health content either. I talk about vaccines, mandatory vaccines and so forth. Uh, they don't like that. They don't like when I talk about the CIA or wars. Uh, but, of course, you can find me and follow me. and you Ferret out what I put up there, I guess. Uh, you can go to uh, Libertarian. You know, there was uh, one of the congressional representatives. Uh, where is that clip? What's the guy's name? Oh, Senator Johnson. He questioned Instagram, uh, suggesting that uh, the uh, the suggesting follow algorithm. And uh, as a matter of fact, guys, let, let's just jump off of this. Can you get that clip number twelve? I want to jump off the debate for just a second, and and let's play what Senator Johnson said about Instagram suggested follows. And then I'll tell you my personal experience with this. Here's uh, what Senator Johnson is just now discovering. Uh, play that clip. And so uh, I had staff on Instagram uh, go to the political account. And by the way, I have a video of this, uh, so I'd like uh, to enter that into the record. Uh, they hit follow. And this is what the list they were given. And this is in the exact order. And I'd ask the audience and the witnesses to, to just see if there's a conservative in here or how many there are. Here's the list. 
Elizabeth Warren, Kamala Harris, New York Times, Huffington Post, Bernie Sanders, CNN Politics, New York Times Opinion, NPR, Economist, Nancy Pelosi, The Daily Show, Washington Post, Covering POTUS, NBC, Wall Street Journal. Pete Buttigieg, Time, New Yorker, Reuters, Southern Poverty Law Center, Kirsten Gildebrand, The Guardian, BBC News, ACLU, Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden, Beto O'Rourke, Real Time with Bill Maher, C-SPAN, SNL, Pete Souza, UN, Guardian, HuffPost Women's, Late Show with Stephen Colbert, MoveOn.org, Washington Post Opinion, USA Today, New Yorker, Women's March, Late Night with Seth Meyers, The Hill, CBS, Justin Trudeau, it goes on. Um, these were five conservative staff members. If they're really algorithms shuffling the content that they might actually want to or that they would agree with, you'd expect you'd see maybe Fox News, Breitbart, Newsmax. You might even see like a, a really big name like Donald Trump, and there wasn't. So my question is, who's producing that list? Is that Instagram? Is that political site? Uh, how is that being generated? I, I, I have a hard time feeling that's generated or being manipulated by an algorithm or by AI. Um, you know, I don't know any... I'd be, I'd be really curious to know what the click pattern was that... In other words, you open up an Instagram account and it's blank, and you're saying that if you just ask okay, let's who I follow... Uh, let, that's enough. You, get, you have, have him noticing. He's now noticed. I tell you what, Senator Johnson, did you notice that InfoWars got banned by all the big tech companies last August off of social media? Do you care about that? Do you notice that? You're talking about Instagram? Did you notice that... They just banned Alex Jones everywhere. Uh, my program as well, off of Instagram, Facebook. We're gone. Uh, we're not getting little uh, misdirection of suggestions. That was going on years ago, Senator. You better get with the program. You better figure out what this pattern is. These people are absolutely clueless. It goes beyond social media even. And suppression of the independent press, uh, suppression of your free speech, they're going on to election guard. You got Microsoft and these Silicon Valley people. Microsoft is one of the first companies to join in the Prism program that we saw from Ed Snowden. They've now got Microsoft working with DARPA. DARPA is funding a corporation, uh, and of course, their their only investor is DARPA. This corporation is now uh, working under Microsoft to produce Election Guard. They're creating an operating system to count the votes. Uh, it isn't even going to matter if you under if you get past their censorship if they count the votes. These senators are absolutely clueless, or they're just virtue signaling out there. Let me tell you my personal experience. My wife, he wants to talk about his staffers uh, having suggestions of who they follow, and it's nothing but liberal politicians and liberal establishment media. My wife on Twitter uh, gets suggestions that she should follow AOC, and that she should. Uh, hey, do you want to stop notifications from David Knight? And basically most of what she does is tweet out what I do. You know, she's looking at my stuff all the time. Oh, I like that. Tweets that. She probably retweets me more than anybody else. But do you want to stop getting notification from the guy that you tweet the most? That's what they say. Because they don't like me. They don't like my politics, my views. They want to purge me out. And even if they don't remove me, which they've already done, Many social pl media platforms, uh, they want to gag this. These senators are absolutely useless and clueless as to what's going on. Uh, folks, there, uh, there aren't any heroes that are going to save us from all of this. Uh, we've got a little bit over a minute, and then we're going to go to some of your phone calls. Uh, we've got some people waiting on the line. Again, if you want to join the program, want to comment, 
on anything that's happened the last couple of nights or on any of these other issues about free speech, the border, the Iran war, any of that stuff, just call in 888-201-2244. Uh, let's finish up with the Democrats pledging to raise taxes because then we're going to tell you how they all raise their hand because they want to give tax payer funded health care for foreign citizens. Everybody in the world come here. See, this is the whole deal. They're going to raise taxes and it's not going to be for you. You don't count. Your vote's not going to count and you don't count. You're just here to fund health care for anybody in the world and education. Anybody in the world that wants to come here, you're going to pay for it. Uh, let's go back to these Democrats. The European level, it would generate over $800 billion in new revenue, which combined with the money in our hands, it would be the trickle-up economy from our people, families, and communities up. We would spend the money and it would circulate through our regional economies and neighborhoods, creating millions of jobs, making our families stronger and healthier. We'd save money, money on things like incarceration, homelessness jobs. services, emergency room health care, <laughs> and just the value gains from having a stronger, healthier, mentally healthier population would increase GDP by $700 billion. This is the move that that we have to make, particularly yeah. as technology is now automating away millions of American jobs. It's why Donald Trump is our president today, that we automated away 4 million manufacturing jobs <laughs> in Michigan, Ohio, and Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. And we're about to do the same thing to millions of retail jobs, call center so jobs. So everybody needs a government handout until they can jobs. soft kill us and sterilize us. We'll be right back. I just want listeners to understand, money is what allows us to beat this and stand against this. And we're seeing a lot of orders right now with the Save InfoWars 50% off, but we make only like $5, $10 on higher marked up stuff. We're making like $2 on the toothpaste at that price. And we're moving a ton of it, okay? But you move a couple hundred thousand dollars or something and you get $20,000. That doesn't pay for all the infrastructure, the bandwidth, the lawyers, the crew. So we need to sell millions and millions and millions of dollars of product. I want to expand, not contract. And for six months, we've not just been at a standstill. The enemy's been winning. And I have labored and labored and labored and labored on this. I like to be expanding. I like to be winning. I like to be fighting. And we are winning the info war. That's why we're so hated. But we need to be retreaded. We need to be tuned up. We need to be fixed up. We never have time to get into dry dock. We got a lot of holes shot at us. And the enemy wants to silence us. Then they're really going to plant child porn on us. Then they're going to kill me or you or anybody else. I mean, the Democrats now are going into a full revolutionary fervor funded by foreign banks and the Chicom. So go to InfoWarStore.com. InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. Viewers and listeners, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. And we're under unprecedented evil attacks, as you've seen. But I wanted to take just a minute out here from the bottom of my heart to tell you how much it means to me that when you saw all those lies against us last week, the worst things you can say about people, that you knew they were liars. You went and looked it up and found out the truth. And so I feel very strong, and I feel God's hand on my shoulder, and I feel your love in my heart. And I want you to know that love is right back at you. And I want to thank you for all you've done with your word of mouth and your prayers and your financial support because I'm committed to fight to the end, but I want to win. And without you, I'm going to be destroyed and it's not going to be fun. But that's not what's important. The enemy could win. We're a key chess piece in this fight. We're being used by God. You're being used by God. This is providence. So I salute you and I thank you for all you've done from the bottom of my heart. InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. 
Briefly, folks, please do not forget, this is the Maximum Alert. We wouldn't be here without you. I thank you for your support and your help. We're going to be steadfast in this fight, but we need financial support. And we're going to put up more prominent donate buttons at InfoWarsStore.com. If you want to just give us straight donations, there's a P.O. box. If you want to mail us a check, we will put it into the fight against these globalists. We need money to fight back and to let them know we're taking action and to defend ourselves. InfoWarsStore.com is the main page. We have a huge sale going. Save InfoWars. Super special. Emergency special. 50% off. All InfoWars best-selling life products. All of them. 50% off. That's Super Mel Vitality. Survival Shield X2. Now back in stock. Brain Force Plus. Turbo Force. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. So many more. Stock up on the toothpaste. The copy. Sign up for auto ship An additional 10% off. And I forgot. Double Patriot points. Instead of 5% off on future orders, you get 10% off. Again, cancel auto ship anytime for free. We need the funding. Thank you for your support. We're getting a lot of support right now, but we need a lot to go into this dark night. We're not going to back down. It's not only that you have a unique voice in the public arena and the public square. The other thing that's unique about InfoWars is, is it is the only network of this reach that is not backed by a corporate donor or corporate sugar daddy, that's not backed by some billionaire, that's not being funded by a secret foreign government. It is completely independent of all that. It is an old school American 1776 style experiment in the expression of the freedom of press and freedom of speech that, in fact, the founders were so concerned with at the beginning of the country, they actually tried to support and subsidize organizations just like this because this was the kind of press they wanted. And then ultimately we now live in an era where they've mostly been co-opted by big corporations or billionaire sugar daddies who've been able to control and manipulate what news and views the person's allowed to have or express or hear. And the InfoWars audience has broken through that. They, uh, they are the bridge from the founding to the modern age, ultimate American democracy and freedom. And that's why there's been an unprecedented onslaught of deplatforming, defamation, lawfare, and libel targeting you. The Internet's home for Motown, soul, and great rock and roll. SkyPilotRadio.com This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The David Knight Show. Free speech to free minds. It's the David Knight Show. Welcome back. We're going to go to some of your calls here. We're going to be playing clips from the debates the last couple of days. And, of course, we just played a mashup of all the Democrats pledging the various ways that they're going to raise taxes. Again, having no problem saying we're going to give you a 70% tax rate. Like I said, uh, you know, that was a question that was asked to Beto. He didn't want to answer that. He had a prepared soundbite in Spanish, which was a non sequitur, had absolutely nothing to do with answering the question about a 70% tax rate. But then you had uh, de Blasio, uh, a Marxist, who on his honeymoon violated American law and went to Cuba, Fidel Castro. And then in Miami, he's quoting Che Guevara to the Cuban community there that uh, at least my generation and my parents' generation uh, didn't want to hear anything about South American communists if they were Cuban. Uh, They knew all about South American communists, and uh, they didn't think too highly of them. Uh, Most of them were Republicans. Nevertheless, uh, you know, these people are kind of tone deaf about that, and They love their socialism so much, just like Bernie Sanders going to the Soviet Union just before it fell for his honeymoon and uh, reveling in the camaraderie, I guess you could say, of communism. 
These people openly embrace all of this stuff. And they're going to raise your taxes to pay for, not for benefits for you. You can forget about that American dream. You can forget about the American dream of owning a home, uh, of even having a larger apartment because of the property taxes that are going to have to be raised to pay for schooling for anybody in the world who wants to come here. Free K-12, through and that's not good enough. Now the Democrats want free college as well, and probably postgraduate school as well. And they want to give free taxpayer-funded health care for all illegal aliens. Last night, they asked them a question. All 10 candidates raised their hand. Yes, we want to fund free health care for all foreign citizens who criminally trespass our borders. Every other country, as I've said before, even third world countries like Belize, you've got to show the people before you immigrate there. You've got to show the authorities that you have sufficient wealth and income to provide for yourself and your families, but not here. Democrats want us to pay for that because Americans don't count. They give foreign citizens criminally trespassing superior uh, college benefits. You can go to any of these states. You don't have to be a resident of the state, of course. But, you know, if you're an American citizen, you've got to reside in that state in order to get an in-state tuition. But not for a foreign citizen. They can take their pick, go wherever they want. And let me tell you how bad this is. This morning as I was going in to get coffee, Fox News had a kid on. They were saying, oh, well, let's talk to this DACA recipient uh, who supports President Trump. Yeah, because President Trump hasn't gotten rid of that fiction. That is a fiction. It was an executive order from the previous administration, the Department of Homeland Security, saying we're not going to enforce the law. These dreamers, and they call them dreamers, they never passed a DREAM Act. Uh, you got courts saying that President Trump cannot throw out that executive order. And Fox News is there talking to this guy who came here. He wasn't even born here. It doesn't even use the fiction of being an anchor baby. And again, 14th Amendment, uh, that was for people who were born uh, on American soil to parents who were under the jurisdiction of uh, people subject to the jurisdiction of the United States. That was to solve the problem of newly freed slaves. And they made it clear, you've got to be under the jurisdiction of the United States. Uh, a foreign citizen is not. They don't even care what our border laws are. And as the, as the Democrats are saying, well, we've got to decriminalize that. So they're admitting that these people are criminals. They're admitting that there's a law. They're ignoring the law. They're not enforcing it. So you've got the DACA people like this kid who came here after he was born, but before a certain age. And uh, Fox News is just talking, oh, isn't this wonderful? Just falling all over themselves about this kid. Uh, he got a free college education. He's now working for a Fortune 500 company, and this is great because the Republicans and President Trump are going to take care of him. Who's going to take care of your kids, Americans? Who's going to do that for you? Uh, all these people are going to get free health care. Already we're paying $18.5 billion a year to provide health care to illegals. President Trump came out and said, uh, well, all Democrats just raise their hands for giving millions. No, uh, President Trump, billions, billions with a B. Uh, of illegal, uh, oh, okay, he's talking about the millions of illegal aliens, unlimited health care. Yeah, it'll be millions of aliens, but it'll be uh, hundreds of billions of dollars worth of money. Uh, he says, how about taking care of American citizens first? Uh, how about that, President Trump? That'd be a good idea, wouldn't it? Why don't you do that? Why don't you say, we're not going to let any of these people have welfare? You've got to be an American citizen, at least. At least let's constrain the unsustainable welfare state to just American citizens. 
Even President Trump won't do that. Build the wall, remember that? Remember that? Remember no more foreign wars, no endless wars? And now we have, even though we're spending nearly $20 billion for health care for illegal aliens right now, President Trump and his son-in-law have proposed giving $50 billion to Palestinians. The Palestinians don't even have to come here to get welfare from us. We're going to pay them to be nice and peaceful. We're going to try to bribe them to be peaceful. And that's two and a half times what we're already paying the illegal aliens. And now the Senate, under Mitch McConnell, has just approved $4.6 billion to give more away at the border. See, you don't count. Your families don't count. It's only the families that are being split up at the border because we're not sure if the kids are being trafficked. Okay, but they're going to come and take your kids. CPS will. You won't get any due process. They'll remove them, uh, play all these legal, uh, quasi-legal tricks. So they're not, none of it is legal. I've talked to one person after the other about CPS. And the Democrats don't give a flip about what's happening to American citizens and having family separations with CPS. Billions of dollars made by these bureaucracies in terms of doing that. That's the real child trafficking that's going on in this country, and the Democrats don't care a bit about that. This is all for show. It's nothing but grandstanding and a play. Let's go to some of your calls. Let's go to uh, Duke in Oklahoma. Thank you for holding, Duke. David, thanks for having my call. Well, thank you for holding. Go ahead. Well, you know, last night was really an eye-opener for me. It reminds me of when I was five years old and a tornado had hit my aunt and uncle's mobile home that we were staying at. And as the tornado picked up the, the home, I remember closing my eyes because I was so scared of what was going on around me that I just didn't want to open my eyes and see what was happening. Mm. And, you know, uh, I just couldn't believe that we had stooped that low in, in, our, in the office of the United States that they can go and, and just, just, I mean, hammer Let's let's give the illegals this. Let's give the illegals that. There was yeah, no that was the whole purpose of the whole debate. I, for the last couple of nights, I feel like I'm watching something from a foreign country because everything is like, what can we do for the families of the border? How can we give them health care? How can we bring in more of them? How can we facilitate bringing in more and more people? They don't even talk about doing anything for the American people. It's all about foreign citizens who want to cr- come here illegally. So what are we going to do? I mean, how are we going to combat this when we have such chaos going on in our government that's supposed to be watching out for the American people and our rights as citizens in this country, the freedoms that we've been given from the forefathers that have bled and died for this country, for our rights to be here and to, and to be free? What well, I don't think we're going to get any solutions from Washington. I don't think President Trump is going to be able to do it or will do it. He's being gaslighted by his lawyers there. I've got an article here uh, talking to a a person who wants to remain anonymous that's in the Department of Homeland Security and the Trump administration uh, saying, look, all the lawyers are telling President Trump he can't do anything with the military at the border because it violate posse comitatus. That's not true. Posse comitatus, again, you know, we talked about the 14th Amendment and how they twisted that to give us anchor babies. They're now twisting uh, posse comitatus, which was put in to stop the abuses of Reconstruction. They said, you're not going to use the army uh, in, as law enforcement within the United States. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about stopping a foreign incursion across our borders. That's precisely the purpose of the army to do that sort of thing. But there, he's being gaslighted. 
in that article, they talk about how former governors of Texas used the Texas Rangers to stop it. That's what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to get some governors with backbones. We'll be right back. Stay with us. In the 40 years that I've been in American politics, I've never seen a situation with the mainstream media in which facts and truth and evidence no longer matters. The false claim that you purposely said kitty porn to the Sandy Hook plaintiffs is ludicrous as well as false. It's a smear. Somebody sends you something that's encrypted. You don't even open it. It ends up swept up in the discovery of 9 million documents and then it's blamed on you. This is Kafka. This is bizarre. But the way the mainstream media rushes out to say Jones sent kitty porn is really outrageous. I have a lot of respect for those media outlets and those commentators who retracted and corrected and clarified. But I wonder where are the big boys? Where's the Wall Street Journal? Where's Associated Press? When are they going to report that they made a mistake and what they said about you was inaccurate? So we both need your help. And I urge folks to continue to support InfoWars with your dollars. I want to be very, very clear with everybody about all of this. We're going into the season of war, and they have been inches from shutting down the final bank accounts we have due to their criminal activity and their and their digital fraud. And we need to know that we've got capital to go six months a year. We need to end here. We need to be provisioned. And you've got my total commitment that I am going to rampage forward against the enemy fearlessly. I'm loving every minute of this because I know I'm getting under their skin. I'm bloody and then I'm up politically. I'm banging heads with them, and they can't help but attack back with lies and that just brings more people here so i'm in one hell of a fight and so are you and i need war bonds i need gas i need ammo politically now but literally if you flood us with money and if you flood us with product purchases and if you flood us with your word of mouth you're unstoppable we're unstoppable together i want to send a strong message to the enemy i want to raise a couple million dollars right now to let the enemy know that their attacks are failing and that you will stand with us and i will never back down you have my commitment this only gives me more energy and more understanding of what we're facing and that we were right about this Let's talk to Marcus in New York. Marcus, you're on the air. Thanks for holding. Hey, Alex. Yeah, I just want to say, uh, your show is a breath of fresh air. I talk to a lot of people here out in New York City, and one thing I can tell you is that almost nobody agrees with these wars. I think that the neocons are trying desperately to get Trump to go to a war because they know that that's the only way that they could defeat him in the eyes of the public, the approaching 2020. That's it. I mean, if Trump buys into this, it'll be the end of his presidency. It's the only way I think he can be defeated other than assassinating him. It's a time to be praying, my friend. I agree entirely. And the last thing I just want to say, Alex, is I know they're trying to shut you down, but the reinforcements have arrived, man. I would love to see you on air until you're 80 years old. I would love to see what you're talking about when you're 80. But if they do shut you down, no, you've gone into this war. You've won a lot of battles. And there are a lot of people like myself and many others who are going to continue. We're going to keep fighting in the info war. And even if something does happen to you or your show, know for a fact that you've gotten a lot of people fired up for liberty. Thank you, sir, for calling. I talk about this on the air, and I, and I know it sinks into people, but I've decided that we're going to kind of reboot all our supplements. And that if you go back five, six years ago, before all the censorship and attacks and fake lawsuits and the rest of it, I would talk about how great the products are and how they were the best and why they were, and I'd have doctors on and experts to explain why they were so good. And instead, the last few years, I'm like, hey, we need to really support us or they'll shut us down. The biggest thing people like to buy is supplements because they know how great they are and how wonderful they were. And the left always has headlines everywhere. Jones sells unapproved supplements that he claimed 
vitamins or supplements. No, under federal law since 1996, you can't say that a supplement has been through the FDA because they have no jurisdiction and won't look at it. But then they say you've got to say it's not approved by them. And all drugs are is the system trying to tweak what's in Mother Nature and manipulate it and do different things. And a lot of drugs work great. They have side effects, not with Mother Nature, but Big Pharma doesn't want you knowing about God's medicine chest. Infowarsstore.com or 888-253-3139. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to The David Knight Show. Welcome back. We've got a lot of callers on the line. Let's, uh, we had to go to break. We were talking to Duke in Oklahoma. Uh, Duke, you had uh, more that you wanted to say about uh, the awakening you had watching these people who don't care a flip about Americans. They're just concerned about how much money they can give to foreign citizens to entice them to come in because they're going to be their new political base. You know, We've heard for so long, don't worry about the 70% tax rate. That's going to be paid by those rich American. You're those rich people here in America that you really hate, you know, this, this whole envy angle of socialism. We're going to tax the rich. You know, the income tax started. Only the upper 1% were taxed, and it was only on income. It wasn't on wages. And uh, they had a very, very low tax rate. It's like a 1% rate on the upper 1% income earners and only on their investment income and their business income. And then what happened? Uh, Look at your taxes now. Taxes on your wages, the middle class. And now what they're telling the foreign citizens, come on here. Don't worry. We'll give you free everything, free education, free health care, you name it, everything for free. And we'll tax those rich middle class Americans. We'll give them, uh, we'll give their money to you. Just like they've always promised you that they're going to give the richer Americans money to you, the middle class. Now they're promising the foreign citizens are going to give the middle class American money to the new constituents that they have, the people who are going to be dependent. That's the key thing. They want people to be dependent on them. Uh, Duke, uh, final comments. Go ahead. Well, I, you know, this is this is very serious, what we're watching unfold in front of our eyes. It's almost like a deer in the headlight. Look, we're all sitting here going, oh, my God, what did they just say? What are they trying to pull? What, what are they doing? We have got to take this serious. This is This is a tornado coming towards us. This is coming yes. towards us. It's getting here faster than we can even imagine. I believe that's why we're all kind of staring in the light going, what in the heck is going on? People need to wake up now. We And the control really- structures that they're putting in, you know, these senators are still out there talking to the low-information citizens uh, who don't listen to this program and the other programs we have here at InfoWars. We've been talking about this stuff about shadow banning and uh, the way that they rigged the social media. You just now got Republican senators who are talking about this as maybe being a possibility. It's like, come on, guys. You better have a strategy because this stuff is accelerating. Every couple of days we see new control tactics being uh, put on our free speech, on the free press. And uh, it's absolutely amazing how they are just stuck there. But just consider the fact that we had the entire government shut down because President Trump wanted to spend $5 billion on a war. Now, uh, a wall. Now they're going to spend $5 billion 
handing out goodies to people at the border, and they had no problem getting that through. Our country's in chaos, and we have got to step up, and we have got to realize what we're facing, and we have to get together on this, and we have to do something about it. I don't know how it's going to end up. I have no idea. This is, like I said, like, like a tornado coming at us. Where it takes us, we don't know, but something's got to give. Something's got to break. We have got to step up and make things happen for this country, not for the illegal immigrants in our country. That's right. Well, I can tell you that I don't believe that anything is going to be done at at the Washington level. Uh, you got people like Mitch McConnell. uh, They won't push $5 billion for a wall through, but they'll push $5 billion for welfare for people at the border through. No problem at all with that. They will shut the government down. And, of course, uh, President Trump, to get the government open again, he signed away many of his powers and authorities to protect our government. He signed that away to Nancy Pelosi. You're not going to get Trump or the Republicans to defend the border. You're going to have to elect governors to defend the border. The problem is now most of the border states are Democrat, and they don't want any protection of the border. I, I don't really know where the solution is. I mean, we've got a governor here in Texas, Governor Abbott who typically does the right thing on many issues, but he's not even protecting the border to the level that Rick Perry did. Rick Perry used the Texas Rangers to stop uh, what was happening at the border. And let me, just before we go to our other caller here, let me finish up with this, because as we're talking about the fact that you can't use posse comitatus, this is a DHS attorney who spoke on condition of anonymity. He said, uh, despite the fact that a more aggressive and armed military posture at the border is purely repelling incursions from cartels and has nothing to do with posse comitatus limitations on enforcing interior domestic law. Administration lawyers refuse to view it that way, and they're gaslighting President Trump. As I said before, posse comitatus was passed in the wake of Reconstruction. You had the U.S. military acting as a federal police force taking over control of local areas. I said, we're not ever – they ended Reconstruction in the 1870s. I said, we're going to not ever have that again. Posse comitatus literally means the power of the community. When you look at a Western and the, and the sheriff says, let's get a posse together, that is to protect the community. The power of the community resides in the sheriff and local law enforcement, and he would deputize people to keep the peace. And that's exactly what needs to be done. But what's happening at the border? We have people that act to protect the border. They're arrested, charged with felonies. This is the insanity of what we have going on here. And so what they said, one last thing from this, the cartels are invading while the military plays humanitarian roles. They said the cartels, said one Border Patrol agent, he said the cartels are much smarter than people give them credit for. They know that the military has been given orders only to alert Border Patrol of incursions rather than deterring them and pushing them back across the river. As such, they will literally cross in rafts right in front of the military vehicles that are often armed with weapons. Uh, They know that they won't touch them. They know that our agents are so tied down with their strategic weaponization of family units that it'll take too long for us to arrive at the scene, at the scene. And so uh, that's the reality of this. Uh, I another, like I don't sorry, like go ahead. What'd you say? I don't like the direction that this is going in. America no. needs to wake up now before yeah. it's too Exactly. Uh, I got one more thing I'll say, and this is uh, Jason Jones, a former captain of the Texas Rangers Border Security Operations Center, 
is dumbfounded that the federal government won't patrol the international border the way his state troopers did under Rick Perry. He said the military pilots need to get their hours anyway. And he said they've got infinitely more resources than we did. But now the Texas Rangers are not protecting the border either. And we have uh, the story saying they can't even fly a drone over the Rio Grande because they're afraid the drone might get into the airspace of Mexico. Look, we don't have any problem flying drones over the airspace of Iran. We don't have any problem sending a massive fleet to go chest bump other ships in the Strait of Hormuz, hoping that we'll get a conflict and can start a war. We don't have a problem sending thousands of troops to monitor the Iranian border, monitor Iran's activities, but we won't monitor our own border. We won't use a drone to look at our own border. Uh, We don't care anymore about America. And this is the Trump administration. Uh, The buck stops of President Trump. Uh, Let's go. Thank you, Duke. Let's go to Jefferson and Virginia. Go ahead, Jefferson. Good morning, David. Thank you for taking my call. Oh, thank you for holding. Go ahead. Uh, I have two questions for you. One is, for Robert Barnes and you, when you get together, when did the Supreme Court ever rule explicitly that mass media, mass multimedia, is the same thing as the printing press? When is uh, mass media the same thing as a printing press? Well, I don't know. I mean, and where do you, I mean, uh, in what context here? Uh, Well, the printing press can't cause a stampede of thought like mass media can. It's a threat to public safety that mass media is like yelling fire in a crowded theater. Uh, You can't make somebody read a paper, but you can't avoid hearing the radio. So when were those two things conflated as the same thing? Maybe it's a stupid question. Maybe it's so simple that we just overlook it. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I, I just think what they're talking about is a, not necessarily a physical item. I understand you're just saying that the reach of an individual paper is not the same as the reach of these other institutions. Uh, I would like to get them to rule, go back to Marsh versus Alabama, 1946, where they threw the lady out that was handing out pamphlets. And the company town, the company town, uh, was everything was owned by one company. They owned the public square. The Supreme Court said in 1946, even if the public square is privately owned, you can't stop free speech there. And that's exactly what these people have said. We've had Jack Dorsey say at least eight times in congressional hearings that he had uh, created a digital public square. You've had uh, other, you had Facebook say the same thing. And yet they're saying, we're private and we can censor your speech. They can't. It's not the same thing. All right, we've got to take a quick break. Uh, And folks, listen, we have a sale that's going on right now, uh, an emergency sale. We have dropped prices at InfoWarsStore.com by 50%. 50% off all the vitamins and mineral supplements, all the health supplements, natural, safe, effective supplements. Do your homework when you find out uh, what supplements you need. You're not going to find any better quality supplements anywhere than we have at InfoWarsStore.com. Now, 50% off, free shipping store-wide, double Patriot points, InfoWarsStore.com. We really do appreciate your support, and we need it. You are our only sponsor. We'll be right back. Stay with us.
Robert Barnes, what has big tech become? Uh, big tech are big babies that have become big bullies. And the way they did so is because they faced no consequence, social, economic, political, or legal, for their illicit activities over two decades. And because of that, that's why the courts, the judges, the juries, the members of the independent free press that care about this, the ordinary members of the public and the audience that care about this, have to bring real social, political, economic consequence to their course of conduct. Otherwise, they will never change. And they will become the big tech oligarchs, the equivalent to the big trust of the 19th century, who ran American politics and ran American economy almost into the ground until we were able to recover after the Great Depression. The InfoWars audience is the fuel that flames the, the, the light of liberty across the world to make real the actions of independent free speech, to make real the original promise of an independent free press. Real collusion is big tech and big media manipulating and working with each other to try to meddle with elections, to try to shake people's thoughts. And then the whopper of telling us the whole time it's not happening. It's the ultimate form of gaslighting. What you just saw isn't what you just saw. Even it is what, what you just saw. Serving with InfoWars is a great honor, but I still need my morning coffee. And luckily, our break room at the InfoWars headquarters is stocked full of high-quality InfoWars store Patriot Blend coffee. Grown in the high mountains of southern Mexico, the Chiapas farmers grow 100% organic, non-GMO coffee at the ideal altitude for the perfect cup. A robust coffee with great flavor and mild acidity. There has never been a more important time to support InfoWars. So if you love coffee, and if you want to fight for freedom, then you can help. Order now at the InfoWars store. Sign up for AutoShip and get your own high-quality supply of Patriot Blend coffee delivered right to your door at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The David Knight Show. Liberty, it's your move. And now, The David Knight Show. Welcome back. We're taking callers. We're talking to Jefferson in Virginia. Jefferson, I know that you wanted to talk about paper ballots versus uh, electronic voting. And we started out by talking about the paper press, the traditional paper press versus electronic broadcast media. And, of course, there's a huge difference, as you point out, in reach there. But uh, the same issue is there when we talk about going to electronic voting, the potential. All these people are saying, look, the Russians hacked our election. I mean, quite frankly, anybody could hack our election. DARPA, the same people who tried to take out President Trump, could easily hack our election. They've got an app for that. <laughs> you know, they lie, they cheat, they steal elections. Uh, they have classes on that. They have apps on that that they're putting in place right now. I mean, what are your comments about that? I, I'm still here. Um, yeah. I, b- before we move on to that, let's go to Marsh uh, versus Alabama. She was using mm-hmm. the printing press, the pamphlets, to hand them out. She wasn't opening a radio station in the town without permission. She was using the printing press. That's uh, what they ruled on. Uh, right. My question is about the elections. Would we support President Trump if he simply just said, I've had enough of this. We're going to call off the election until we fix this whole electioneering uh, money and politics problem. Would we support him in that if he just declared an emergency and said, continuity of government. We're not going to have national elections at all until we fix all of this. 
Uh, I think that's not the right way to go. I think that's that would definitely uh, – th- there's so many things that could easily be done. Uh, I would support President Trump uh, if he would say we're not going to let the Supreme Court dictate every detail of our lives. I mean, we have precedents for that. The Supreme Court uh, has in the past uh, made decisions that other presidents have ignored. Andrew Jackson. President Trump loves Andrew Jackson. He's got pictures of Andrew Jackson. Well, look at what Andrew Jackson did when the Supreme Court reversed itself within one year. Andrew Jackson said, well, they've made their decision. Let's see them enforce it. And that's what the founders had said. The founders said the least dangerous of the branches of government are the, is the judiciary because they don't have the ability to enforce their decisions. Now they've become the most dangerous because we have the president as well as the Congress bowing down to them and these unelected lifetime appointments to these people. They can make any kind of pronouncement about anything, no matter how ridiculous. Just take the census question, for example. You know, President Trump is going to try to now he's not going to directly challenge the Supreme Court. He's going to try to go with a workaround. Well, maybe we can delay the census. And I don't think that uh, delaying the election would work any better than delaying the census. He needs to go right to the source. The real reform needs to come with the president, with the Congress, saying we're not going to allow you to – we're going to overthrow – we've had the Supreme Court reverse themselves so many times on so many different issues. We need to reverse their decision, Marbury versus Madison, where they say, we're going to tell you what the Constitution says. I don't need them to tell me what it says. It's written in English. I don't need the Supreme Court to interpret it. The Supreme Court was there to, uh, to uh, adjudicate problems between states primarily, not to define what life is and when it begins, not to define what marriage is and when it begins, not to tell us what questions can be asked on the census. I mean, Roberts even said that, but then they, they took that down. So these people have abdicated power to the unelected permanent bureaucracy. They've abdicated power to the unelected permanent Supreme Court people that are there. Uh, we now have not only taxation without representation, we got legislation without representation. I think what President Trump needs to do is to take on that power structure and say, look, I have the constitutional authority to protect the border, and I don't care what every single – I don't need the unanimous, unanimous support of 3,500 federal judges and the Supreme Court to protect the border. I have the power to do that. I would like to see him do that. If he did that, he wouldn't have to worry about the election that much. But my concern about this, Jefferson, is the fact that we have uh, electronic voting, we have election guard, and uh, these people are going to be rigging this election – Uh, far more than the broadcast media does if we go that route. They really will rig the election. Uh, All right, we'll be right back. Stay with us. InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. So the InfoWars model is a self-fulfilling, self-supporting structure that is promoting free press and free speech by people getting together and supporting one another and sustaining one another. It is the only independent press of this size and scale, of this public reach. It is the one model that says, here's a way to have a self-supporting, self-sustaining, self-structured, little democratic structure that because the audience determines what content goes up, the audience determines what audience is ultimately reached by their choices in supporting InfoWars. 
and it's all because the audience spends their whatever it is, whether it's $5 or $50 a month on products that they like and that they want that actually compete with the corporate-driven model. And the ability to do that and at the same time support press, support speech, support letting the audience choose what news they want to see and what views they want to hold. And it's the ultimate American democratic expression and experiment, and it is the celebration of free press and free speech with free markets. The Internet's home for Motown, soul, and great rock and roll. SkyPilotRadio.com This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. In a world of deceit, telling the truth is a revolutionary act. And now, The David Knight Show. Welcome back. We've seen the federal government and our trade policies, our open trade. We've seen that replace our domestic factories with foreign factories. We've seen our open borders replace our American workers with foreign workers. So we export our factories, we import our workers now, and now they've made it clear they don't even want to count us for political uh, power allocation with the census. Uh, Supreme Court says we don't count. Uh, they really want to count the foreign citizens here uh, because they really want to replace Americans with foreign voters. That's the bottom line. You know, uh, two nights ago, we had them uh, speaking in Spanish because, you know, those are the Americans of the future. You speak American, if you uh, speak English and your family has been here for a long period of time, uh, they don't want the American culture. They don't want the Constitution. We don't have anything that remotely resembles the Constitution. Not even remotely. Uh, And, of course, you know, they want to move on to another language and another people. That's what this is all about. The Dalai Lama is talking about that in Europe, of course. He's saying, you know, look, and he's a political refugee himself. But he says, Bring these people in here, uh, give them some skills, but you got to send them back home because if you don't, Europe is going to become uh, Africa or it's going to become the Middle East or whatever. He understands what's going on with that. Now, he's going to get a lot of flack for that, but he's absolutely right. We now have a California bill uh, to allow non-citizens to become Democrat Party delegates. They want to count them in the census. And again, if they don't give them the vote, and federal elections, they will still get greater represent. California Democrats will still get greater representation in both Congress and the Electoral College because that out that uh, representation is based on the census. So if they can count foreign citizens living in that sanctuary state, they can get more political power, more money. And the federal judges have said that. They said that's why we don't want you asking this question because it'll cost us political power. It'll cost us money, and we want those foreign citizens to give us that power. So even if they don't vote, it's going to rig this for California. And so in a gesture of appreciation, California wants foreign citizens to be Democrat Party delegates. I think that's perfectly appropriate. As I said, my takeaway from the last two nights is I'm watching a debate from a political party that despises America, wants to replace it. With foreign citizens, everything for foreigners, which, by the way, is kind of like what La Raza is, right? La Raza means the race. Everything for the race, nothing for anybody that's outside of the race. Well, what the federal government, uh, what the Democrat Party has become 
is a party that wants everything for the foreigners, nothing for anybody but foreigners. We have uh, eight out of the ten people there said they want open borders. Let's play video clip number three. Very spirited debate on this stage last night on the topic of decriminalization of the border. If you'd be so kind, raise your hand if you think it should be a civil offense rather than a crime to cross a border without documentation. Can we keep the hands up so we could see them? Uh, Let's remember, that's not just a theoretical exercise. That criminalization, that is the basis for family separation. You do away with that, it's no longer possible. Of course, it wouldn't be possible anyway in my presidency because it is dead wrong. See, American families don't matter. When they separate American families here for no reason, because you don't vaccinate your kids, because you homeschool your kids, because your neighbor complained about it, uh, whatever, whatever the reason. You know, you didn't take your kid to the... Uh, emergency uh, uh, service when we told you to, even though his fever stopped, okay? We're going to separate the families. We're not going to even uh, allege that there was any physical or sexual abuse in many of these cases. Uh, we're just going to take the kids without any due process. We're not even going to tell you what the charges are. You just sign this and turn your kids over to us. They don't care about families. I am so sick and tired of these people only focused on foreign families. They don't care about American families. They don't care about Americans. And they admit, they admitted it is a crime. You notice that? Oh, well, what if we were to take this from being an actual, you know, they've told us all this time. It's not a crime. It's not a crime. They're not illegal. There's nothing wrong with that. And now they're saying it is a crime, and so let's not make it a crime. Let's make it a misdemeanor. But it is a crime. And they are obstructing justice. They're aiding and abetting foreign citizens to commit crimes. They don't want to remove them. Let's play video clip number four. Kamala Harris actually brags about how she broke the law to keep illegal, uh, illegally uh, uh, here foreign citizens criminally trespassing, criminally trespassing, keep these illegal aliens here. Uh, let's run video clip number four. I was Attorney General of California. I led the second largest Department of Justice in the United States, second only to the United States Department of Justice in a state of 40 million people. And on this issue, I disagreed with my president because the policy was to allow deportation of people who, by ICE's own definition, were non-criminals. So as Attorney General and the Chief Law Officer of the State of California, I issued a directive to the sheriffs of my state that they did not have to comply with detainers and instead should make decisions based on the best interest of public safety of their community. Because what I saw, and I was tracking it every day, I was tracking it and saw that that parents people who had not committed a crime, even by ICE's own definition, were being deported. And, it's a flat-out wall. Let's, uh, Lie, let's the just problem- uh, hold this right there. They, they just talked about how it's a criminal process to come here, right, across the border. They just admitted that. Well, let's make it a non-crime. And then she talks about how she helped them to uh, violate the law, violate the deportation. You know, we've got people here, they're fighting to keep here, who've not only broken the law, committed a crime. It's not a misdemeanor. It is a crime. They just admitted that. Coming across the border, they then go to a hearing before a judge. The judge says, you've got to go back to your home in the other country. So two times, they've defied the law. They've defied the judge's order. They defied the border law, and the Democrats are still fighting to keep them here. After President Trump was elected, Democrats in California started destroying records of gang members because they were afraid that President Trump was going to deport them. Don't worry, he's not. They're fine. 
they're fine. As a matter of fact, now you've got in Dallas, uh, you've got the Dallas municipal authorities or have approved $100,000 in taxpayer money to pay for legal defense of illegal aliens. <laughs> yeah, this is the, uh, the insanity of all this. And um, they're going to have the taxpayers pay to defend them in court to keep them from being deported. Let's get video clip number nine because, you know, Nancy Pelosi is also saying that, you know, violation of immigration status, you know, violating the law coming across the border, violating your status, being a gang member, having tattoos on your face that say you're a gang member. None of that. None of that. You know, we got to catch you red handed, cutting the head off of your high school classmates because, uh, you know, the boyfriend, girlfriend dispute or something. Uh, that's the only time that we can do something about it. And we're not really sure about that either. Because in jurisdictions like Washington State, they let murderers stay. Because, uh, you know, it, look, if you're a murderer, but you're a foreign citizen, you kind of get some superior. You're treated better than if you're an American murderer. You got to be a foreign murderer. Then we're going to bend the law here a little bit for you. We're not going to be so hard on you. Here's Nancy Pelosi, video clip number nine. So and, and that is really kind of what happened. He, he didn't say what he was going to do, but he, the president said, uh, oh, you know, I'll let you know. Went into, well, people broke the laws. It is, a violation of status is not a reason for deportation. That's just not, a not reason. so. Not a reason. We don't care. You know, it's just a, you know, it's just one community. Just one, it just happens to have a border going across it. We don't really care about that. She said in the past, you know, it's kind of like, uh, you know, if uh, the, the border between uh, Texas and Oklahoma, we don't really care. What, who's to care about that, you know? Uh, we're going to come back to your phone calls. Uh, Jacob in Kansas, Brad in Kansas, Slick Willie and FEMA Region 4. We're going to come back to those. And, then, folks, if you want to join, you can call 888-201-2244. We'll take your comments or your questions on any topic. But primarily we're talking about the debates. But uh, feel free to talk about any of these issues. You want to talk about the Iran war, what's going on with that, uh, your take on uh, solutions. Uh, we're kind of short on solutions here, aren't we? <laughs> I, I don't think the solution resides in Washington. I don't think the solution resides in President Trump, quite frankly. I think the problem is, is that uh, Republicans, just like Democrats, think all the problems can be solved in Washington. We've got to solve them at the local level. We'll be right back. Infowars and free speech and your right to speech has been under unprecedented attack the last year or so. It's, it's, it's Orwellian, it's, it's biblical, it's, it's authoritarian, it's insane. And I keep trying to judge and gauge when is the right time to have to stumble up on deck as the captain of this operation and say, hey, we're sinking, I've begged for your support before and thanks for keeping us afloat, but this is the real SOS. If you don't buy a bunch of products and spread the word and keep fighting, InfoWars will be shut down, not just crippled. And so we've reached that point. It'll make the enemy happy, but, you know, whatever. We have withstood so many other attacks. We've gone through so much because of your support. You have, you have been there. But let me tell you, they are pissed they haven't been successful, and they're giving us their full assault. So we need your prayers, your financial support, and your word of mouth now at InfoWarsTore.com. It's your fight. Decide whether or not you want InfoWars to continue because we could be shut down. 
It's not only that you have a unique voice in the public arena, in the public square. The other thing that's unique about InfoWars is, is it is the only network of this reach that is not backed by a corporate donor or corporate sugar daddy, that's not backed by some billionaire, that's not being funded by a secret foreign government. It is completely independent of all that. It is an old school American 1776 style experiment in the expression of the freedom of press and freedom of speech that, in fact, the founders were so concerned with at the beginning of the country, they actually tried to support and subsidize organizations just like this because this was the kind of press they wanted. And then ultimately we now live in an era where they've mostly been co-opted by big corporations or billionaire sugar daddies who've been able to control and manipulate what news and views the person is allowed to have or express or hear. And the InfoWars audience has broken through that. They, uh, they are the bridge from the founding to the modern age, ultimate American democracy and freedom. And that's why there's been an unprecedented onslaught of deplatforming, defamation, lawfare, and libel targeting you. I just want listeners to understand, money is what allows us to beat this and stand against this. And we're seeing a lot of orders right now with the Save InfoWars 50% off, but we make only like $5, $10 on higher marked up stuff. We're making like $2 on the toothpaste at that price. And we're moving a ton of it, okay? But you move a couple hundred thousand dollars or something and you get $20,000. That doesn't pay for all the infrastructure, the bandwidth, the lawyers, the crew. So we need to sell millions and millions and millions of dollars of product. I want to expand, not contract. And for six months, we've not just been at a standstill. The enemy's been winning. And I have labored and labored and labored and labored on this. I like to be expanding. I like to be winning. I like to be fighting. And we are winning the info war. That's why we're so hated. But we need to be retreaded. We need to be tuned up. We need to be fixed up. We never have time to get into dry dock. We got a lot of holes shot at us. And the enemy wants to silence us. Then they're really going to plant child porn on us. Then they're going to kill me or you or anybody else. I mean, the Democrats now are going into a full revolutionary fervor funded by foreign banks and the Chicom. So go to InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. Viewers and listeners, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. And we're under unprecedented evil attacks, as you've seen. But I wanted to take just a minute out here from the bottom of my heart to tell you how much it means to me that when you saw all those lies against us last week, the worst things you can say about people, that you knew they were liars. You went and looked it up and found out the truth. And so I feel very strong, and I feel God's hand on my shoulder, and I feel your love in my heart. And I want you to know that love is right back at you. And I want to thank you for all you've done with your word of mouth and your prayers and your financial support because I'm committed to fight to the end, but I want to win. And without you, I'm going to be destroyed and it's not going to be fun, but that's not what's important. The enemy could win. We're a key chess piece in this fight. We're being used by God. You're being used by God. This is providence. So I salute you and I thank you for all you've done from the bottom of my heart. InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. You're listening to The David Knight Show. Welcome back after the La Foreigner debates. Again, it's not La Raza anymore. It's not just a race. And they like to put all of this in racist terms. They were even criticized after the first night's debate. One of the leftist corporatist uh, news sites said uh, there wasn't enough talk about racism on debate night number one. Yes, we kind of got it as a subtext with the border. And that's what they do. They make that about race. 
Except that, as we've seen, the Mexican equivalent of the Wall Street Journal did a poll, and they found that by a two-to-one margin, people in Mexico wanted their borders protected by the military from illegal immigration, foreign citizens criminally trespassing into Mexico. And uh, they're saying, you know, keep the people from these other countries, even if they're also Hispanic countries. It's not an element of race that they're talking about there. And by a three-to-one margin, they want the Mexican government to deport the people who got past the borders and are there illegally. So by a two-to-one margin, protect the borders with the military. By a three-to-one margin, deport them. These are the people, and these are the Mexican people saying this. So it's not a racial issue. But we got La Raza, you know, everything for the race, nothing for anybody outside of the race. And quite frankly, when we look at La Raza of Democrat Party, the Democrat race, that race, it's become La Foreigner. Everything for the foreigners, nothing for anybody that's not a foreigner. And they're talking about, they keep going back to this picture of the dad and the toddler daughter who died swimming across the border. Yes, it is a tragedy. Who's responsible for that? Well, the Democrats say uh, it's because we've got laws and because we've got President Trump, who's actually talked about enforcing the border but not done anything about it. Quite, I don't. Trump doesn't have any responsibility for this whatsoever because he's done nothing to protect the borders. But Trump is right when he blames the Democrats. Uh, let's just think, of, what, what would you say? And we've had these, this is not a hypothetical situation. We've had situations in the past where people have had contests, for example. Let's say that you come up with a contest, and I'll give you a, a real-world example of this, but just in general. You come up with a contest, you have a big pot of money that you hold out there for people. However, there's a condition. They've got to get into a contest, participate in some very dangerous activity, where they could die. They could die. Uh, but, you know, there's this big pot of money out there, and people are going to sign up for it. You know, during the Depression, people would sit on top of, uh, they, w- they would do the Charleston on top of skyscrapers and stuff. We've had situations where a radio station, they didn't know it was going to be fatal. Uh, they thought it would be funny to have a bunch of contestants that would stand there and drink water. And uh, the last person to go to the bathroom would win. You know, how, how much water can you hold? Well, uh, one lady uh, drank a lot of water. It diluted uh, the blood in her system, I think, is the way that works. But she died from that. She died from drinking too much water. No, because she wanted that pot of money. This is what's happening with this father and his daughter. Uh, They died because the Democrats are offering this big pot of money. Come across it. Do this dangerous stunt. Swim across the Rio Grande and we got a big pot of money. Free lifetime benefits. Free education for your daughter. Free health care. Free everything. Just come across. You know, we'll, we'll count you. And we'll get more political power. We'll we'll count you in the census and so forth. Uh, We may even make you a delegate to the Democrat Party. How about that? Just get across the border and he dies. Are the Democrats responsible for that or is President Trump? The Democrats are enticing people across the border. They have this big welfare program to pull anchor babies across. (laughs) President Trump hasn't done anything to protect the border. How could he be responsible for this? Or maybe we just take it this way. Just tell the Democrats who seem to care so much about children now. And this, again, it's foreign children. Uh, Just tell them that the father aborted his daughter. Would that be okay then? That was his choice. He exercised his choice and he happened to abort his daughter. So what's the big deal, right? I mean, we've had ethicists, quote unquote, ethicists 
with Planned Parenthood and the Democrat Party tell us that you're not a human, you're a human being, but you're not a person, not a person until you reach certain stages of maturity. And some of these medical ethicists that work with the Democrats work with the with Planned Parenthood. We've had more than one of them say that you're not really a person until you reach the age of two or three. So, yeah, this I don't know how old this uh, young girl was, a daughter. They Everybody says she's a toddler. Uh, but maybe she hadn't reached the point at which a Democrat ethicist would consider her to be a person. Yes, she's human, but she's not technically a person, so you're free to kill her. They've talked about that. They, I'm not making this up. They've actually talked about the fact that uh, not only can you kill the baby when it's born, like Ralph Northam, Elizabeth Warren, and so many of them, they've embraced that. Full-term babies you can murder. They call it comfort care. Set them on the table till they die. It's called comfort care. You can murder them. Uh, they've stood behind the murder of disabled people like Terry Chavo in the past. Uh, they've said uh, if this person doesn't have full mental facilities or you know, if, like, in the case of Terry Chavo, they decide that that person has lost uh, some of their mental capacities, then now they've been depersoned and we can kill them. Well, you know, just uh, maybe this young girl was too young to be considered a person by the Democrats. So what's the big deal there? Breitbart put out an article talking about 20 times they reported on migrant deaths during the Obama and Biden years, and nobody cared. We've done many articles. We've had many video reports. We sent John Bowne to the border. We sent uh, Joe Biggs to the border. They talked to people, showed video uh, interviews, and they had pictures of skeletons of people. Uh, you got ranchers on the border, and they say, we're finding dead bodies all the time. And this was during the Obama-Biden years. But, of course, nobody cared. Now they care. Now they care about this. Now they care about the so-called concentration camps. And I want to play uh, video clip number two. Uh, you had uh, Jake Tapper, had occasional cortex on. And he asked her if she cared about these concentration camps while Obama was president. And here's what she had to say. You retweeted a story from Esquire magazine discussing all this, talking about the academic definition versus the definition that most people think of, the colloquial definition that doesn't mean uh, the concentration camp or just a concentration of individuals, but a Nazi death camp. Uh, one of the points that was made in that very story was that using that definition, there were also concentra uh, concentration camps under Obama and under Bill Clinton. That is in the story that you retweeted. Mm -hmm. So... Did you call them concentration camps at the time when Obama was president? Well, at the time I was working in a restaurant, but I do, but I absolutely uh, was outspoken in against Obama's immigration uh, policies and the detention of families. Then I think it's a remarkably oh, yeah. consistent position, and I'm not here to defend barista, right? uh, wrong uh -huh. actions just because okay, they happened under a Democrat. That's enough. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was working in a restaurant. Yeah, I've had this this rich life experience. I, I should be telling everybody how to run their lives, and she is everywhere. Yeah, you know? uh, that's her experience. But of course, it's amazing as we look at it. first uh, a couple of days ago. Paul Watson had this uh, story as uh, people notice the fact that she was there, you know, with this big dramatic act wearing a six hundred dollar watch. But then it gets even better because the follow up article to this, uh, Paul Joseph Watson at Summit News. Photos reveal AOC was crying over an empty parking lot. Some photos surfaced showing what was on the other side of that fence. It's an empty parking lot with some police officers. Yes, it was simply a staged act. Who would imagine that it would be a staged act? We'll be right back with more of your calls. 888-201-2244.
In the 40 years that I've been in American politics, I've never seen a situation with the mainstream media in which facts and truth and evidence no longer matters. The false claim that you purposely said kitty porn to the Sandy Hook plaintiffs is ludicrous as well as false. It's a smear. Somebody sends you something that's encrypted. You don't even open it. It ends up swept up in the discovery of 9 million documents and then it's blamed on you. This is Kafka. This is bizarre. But the way the mainstream media rushes out to say Jones sent kitty porn is really outrageous. I have a lot of respect for those media outlets and those commentators who retracted and corrected and clarified. But I wonder where are the big boys? Where's the Wall Street Journal? Where's Associated Press? When are they going to report that they made a mistake and what they said about you was inaccurate? So we both need your help. And I urge folks to continue to support InfoWars with your dollars. I talk about this on the air and I, and I know it sinks into people, but I've decided that we're going to kind of reboot all our supplements in that if you go back five, six years ago before all the censorship and attacks and fake lawsuits, and the rest of it, I would talk about how great the products are and how they were the best and why they were. And I'd have doctors on and experts to explain why they were so good. And instead, the last few years, I'm like, hey, we need to really support us or they'll shut us down. The biggest thing people like to buy is supplements because they know how great they are and how wonderful they were. And the left always has headlines everywhere. Jones sells unapproved supplements that he claims are supplements. No, under federal law since 1996, you can't say that a supplement has been through the FDA because they have no jurisdiction and won't look at it. But then they say you've got to say it's not approved by them. And all drugs are is the system trying to tweak what's in Mother Nature and manipulate it and do different things. And a lot of drugs work great. They have side effects, not with Mother Nature. But Big Pharma doesn't want you knowing about God's medicine chest. Infowarsstore.com or triple eight two five three three one three nine infowars the most banned network in the world so the infowars model is a self-fulfilling self-supporting structure that is promoting free press and free speech by people getting together and supporting one another and sustaining one another it is the only independent press of this size and scale of this public reach it is the one model that says, here's a way to have a self-supporting, self-sustaining, self-structured, little democratic structure that because the audience determines what content goes up, the audience determines what audience is ultimately reached by their choices in supporting InfoWars. And it's all because the audience spends their whatever it is, whether it's $5 or $50 a month on products that they like and that they want that actually compete with the corporate-driven model. And the ability to do that and at the same time support press, support speech, support letting the audience choose what what news they want to see and what views they want to hold. And it's the ultimate American democratic expression and experiment. And it is the celebration of free press and free speech with free markets. Clown World, Infowars.com, ladies and gentlemen. It's already being printed. Your new ultra limited edition Clown World t shirt will be shipped out to you. And on the back, like a concert t shirt, Clown World 2020, Cory Booker and all the rest of the usual suspects. We're going to have live coverage, and there's only 5,000 of these being printed. And that's it, and it funds the operation. It's a Clown World, and we're just living in it. Celebrate the circus that is Democratic debates with this exclusive limited time 
Clown World shirt. 1995, really soft, nice, high quality fabric. Whole nine yards for everybody. No reviews yet. And yes, we're running store wide, free shipping, 50% off of the supplements, and double Patriot points. And that's how we fund this operation. Thanks to you, the amazing audience, and this amazing crew, and everybody else. We will prevail. Infowarsstore.com or triple eight two five three three one three nine. Please support us today. These sales are big. The internet's home for Motown, soul, and great rock and roll. Skypilotradio.com. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're listening to the David Knight Show. speech to free minds. It's the David Knight Show. Welcome back. We're going to go to our callers who have been holding. And again, if you want to call in and join the program, that number is 888-201-2244. 888-201-2244. You can also leave a comment or a question on the Twitter account for the show. That's Libertarian. And we'll try to get those as well. Uh, don't forget, we also have a YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash libertarian as well. Uh, don't forget to subscribe and to share those videos. We have the full show every day that you'll find archived there. And uh, we also cut out other clips. Uh, you can do that as well at infowars.com forward slash david dash night dash show. Uh, but of course, it's easier and sometimes to uh, share stuff from YouTube. Uh, try to get it out as many ways as we can. Uh, but let's go to our callers right now. We've had Jacob in Kansas holding. Uh, go ahead, Jacob. Thank you for holding. Hey, how's it going, David? Good talk. Going good. Thanks Thank for you. having me on. Thank you for holding. Uh, go ahead. Yes, sir. Uh, I've got two, I've got two quick points. Uh, first point, I just I didn't uh, two days ago. I could not believe <laughs> that I'd live the day uh, see the day when uh, in the presidential debates we'd be having somebody speak a different language. Yeah, exactly. That Three candidates the and the moderator. Three candidates and the moderator speaking in Spanish. And I, I just had enough of it <laughs> at that point, and I tweeted out, it's like, well, I'm pressing one on my television, but it doesn't seem, one for English, but it doesn't seem to be working, so I'm going to bed, because this is a debate about foreigners. Everything in it is foreign. The whole idea, 70% tax rate is foreign, uh, but, of course, he dodges that question with a prepared statement in Spanish, and then everybody uh, laughed at that. They called him Hispandering. Uh, even <laughs> the uh, left-wing corporate media, they were laughing. Uh, Stephen Colbert and others were calling him Hispandering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was watching something with Dave, Dave Rubin. He was talking about why, why can't we use the words liberty, freedom, or constitution yes. anymore. Mm-hmm. Totally yeah, because that. they don't want any of those things. They don't want liberty, freedom, or the Constitution. They want free stuff. And the people who are coming here want free stuff. And how are they going to get it? They're going to steal from you. Exactly. I got one more quick point. Uh, as far as like helping you guys out with your, your funding, I was thinking that um, it would be a pretty good idea to have a button on the, on the, on the web page that says full price. Oh, so yeah, anybody that's who nice. would, yeah. yeah. Anybody who would want to pay full price, they, can, they have that freedom. You can have that choice. But it is lower for your convenience. Yeah, that's a good idea. I, and we've started taking uh, donations through Subscribestar and other things like that. So uh, appreciate mm-hmm. that. Yeah, we really do appreciate that. We, we've tried to set this up. Alec, I agree with what Alex has done. 
Uh, I like setting up things that you know, people buy that, that's a win-win situation as opposed to just asking for donations. I mean, we're really at heart uh, – we're not. Uh, we don't. We feel better about giving you something. You know, uh, I think most people do. We feel better about giving you something when you contribute money uh, than just that's saying, uh, "Please just send in money." And so that's kind of what he why he's gone to that model. But yeah, we've uh, people, uh, started. People want that something up. tangible after they give you some money. So, that's right. I mean, right. people are more willing to give you more money if you have something good good to offer. And so that that opportunity, that choice to give you more money right off the bat with the page, would I think help out your your revenue lot. That's a good idea. Thank you so much, Jacob. Thank you for holding as well. Let's go to uh, Brad, also in Kansas. Thank you for holding, Brad. Go ahead. Thank you, uh, David. It's it's an honor to talk to you. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. See you back on the show. Um, Thank you. There's just so much. Uh, Where do you start? You know, we've got the shadow banning, the deplatforming of Alex and and Infowars, the censorship, you know, the, the YouTube banning, everything. They're all in collusion uh, together to do this. And, uh, gosh, you know, it's a violation of my First Amendment here in America. Now, That's our right. First Amendment rights, they don't extend to the rest of the world. It's That's right. For, right here. Well, you know, we have we created, uh, you know, uh, Brad, we, we in the Declaration of Independence that we're about to celebrate here coming up Fourth of July, what did they say? Uh-huh. They said, our rights don't come from government. Uh, the First Amendment doesn't give us the right of free speech. Uh, they said in the Declaration of Independence that we get our rights because we're human beings, because we're created by God. It's God that gives us that. It's natural rights. You know, one of the things that I remember most about Joe Biden, the first time I noticed him was in the Clarence Thomas hearings, where he got so upset with Clarence Thomas because of natural rights. Joe Biden does not believe in natural rights. And I'm telling you, virtually all these people, Republican or Democrat in Washington, do not believe in the natural rights that we celebrate on the 4th of July. But we created government to protect those rights. And when you're talking about free speech, you've got these big corporations that are stealing from us, stealing our free speech. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we should have a government to protect us from that. All these Democrats are out there saying, oh, look at these big corporations getting tax breaks, and you should hate them and help us to steal from them. And yet when the corporations steal our free speech, our God-given rights, the Democrats don't want to do a thing except applaud it. Mm-hmm. That's because corporations are paying them the money. <laughs> that's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh. And, and the government wants them to do this. I've seen this, as I said before. I saw it in North Carolina when I was working with third-party and independent candidates. You would jump through all these extra hoops that the Democrats and Republicans never had to to get into get your name on the ballot. And then they would use the Press Association of North Carolina, and they do this in all the different states. They would use the private press association and say, you're going to run the debate, and you get to decide who's going to be in. And you're only going to let the Democrats and Republicans in, right? And they'd say, yes. And then uh, they would say, well, we have you have no recourse against this, and uh, you couldn't get any civil rights organization. The ACLU, none of these people cared about any of that stuff. It's like, well, you know, it's a private thing, so we don't care. And we're hearing the same thing now from people at Reason Magazine and so forth. Well, you know, they're a private company. They can do whatever they want. It's a beard. They use them as a beard. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, it's, exactly. just, it's, a, it's appalling, and it's getting worse. You know, yeah. It really, oh, yeah. It really is. Back when Obama first became president, he had Valerie Jarrett out there. Of course, they would only allow a photo taken of the president. There wasn't video clips, you know, and at, question and answer time. Uh, but Valerie Jarrett said on camera, says, yes, we definitely control the message, period. In other words, mm-hmm. uh, you're not going to ask certain questions, and you're only going to get certain answers the way we want you to understand it. And I thought yes. that was pretty abhorrent. Uh, 
I, I right. just I, I'm wondering where all this is going to end up, David. I'm, I'm concerned about it because you know sooner or later there's going to be uh, a big hoop to do going in this country about all this. I mean, that's well, we like, know where it's headed. We know where it's headed, Brad, because you know we've been telling you that they put it in their plans, and and they not only have a plan on how to do this, but they've also picked the date, 2030. That's why they keep talking about this. And it's going to be this kind of social credit control that you already see being rolled out in China. They were laying the foundation for this back in the 1990s when the Internet became practical. But they'd lay the foundation for it. The, the general design, the general plan was set in the 1960s when DARPA came up with the Internet. Now DARPA is working with Microsoft to count the votes. What's wrong with that? I mean, you see, you see a problem with that when DARPA and Microsoft are going to count our votes. They've been watching everything that we've been doing. They're going to they're going to manipulate the information that we see by using social media and the internet. You've now got Google becoming not a search engine but a hide engine. Are they going to hide information from you and call it a search engine? I mean, this is uh, where this is headed. I know where it's headed. The question is, what are we going to do about it? And it's not going to be yeah. solved. Uh, in Washington any more than we're going to solve it at the United Nations or any more than it's going to be solved by the Europeans in Brussels. It's going to have to be people who stand up at the local level. We've got to stop as conservatives and libertarians. We've got to stop saying that we're going to send people to Washington to fix the problem. Ronald Reagan was right. Washington is not the solution. Washington is the problem. And the people in Washington will never give back the power they have stolen from us. We will have to take it back from them, and we can under the Tenth Amendment. And I think the most important thing that we've seen in the last couple of years, the most hopeful thing, is how people have taken back uh, marijuana, for example. Whatever you think about marijuana, you have seen a nullification, a peaceful nullification of a very big agenda part of the war on drugs, and it was the biggest part of the war on drugs, and you had people shut it down in many different states. Man. the uh, I just want to make another quick point, uh, the census question. You know, David, I think that diminishes my citizenship. It does. When they when they turn around, they just start slicing on me back uh, during the Obama years. There was a report that uh, you could buy a citizenship for a half yeah. million dollars. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's how the uh, racket that uh, Terry McAuliffe was running with Solyndra worked. You know, he, he had this scheme. He's getting government money, and he was selling citizenship to Chinese investors for a half million dollars, and the whole company went bankrupt. But it's all about greenness, okay? Yeah, the color of money is that kind of green. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Robert Barnes, what has big tech become? Uh, big tech are big babies that have become big bullies. And the way they did so is because they faced no consequence, social, economic, political, or legal, for their illicit activities over two decades. And because of that, that's why the courts, the judges, the juries, the members of the independent free press that care about this, the ordinary members of the public and the audience that care about this, have to bring real social, political, economic consequence to their course of conduct. Otherwise, they will never change. And they will become the big tech oligarchs, the equivalent to the big trust of the 19th century, who ran American politics and ran American economy almost into the ground until we were able to recover after the Great Depression. The InfoWars audience is the fuel that flames the, the, the light of liberty across the world to make real the actions of independent free speech, to make real the original promise of an independent free press. Real collusion is big tech and big media manipulating and working with each other to try to meddle with elections, to try to shape people's thoughts. And then the whopper of telling us the whole time it's not happening. It's the ultimate form of gaslighting. What you just saw isn't what you just saw, even it is what, what you just saw. <laughs> 
Let's talk to Marcus in New York. Marcus, you're on the air. Thanks for holding. Hey, Alex. Yeah, I just want to say, uh, your show is a breath of fresh air. I talk to a lot of people here out in New York City, and one thing I can tell you is that almost nobody agrees with these wars. I think that the neocons are trying desperately to get Trump to go to a war because they know that that's the only way that they could defeat him in the eyes of the public, the approaching 2020. That's it. I mean, if Trump buys into this, it'll be the end of his presidency. It's the only way I think he can be defeated other than assassinating him. It's a time to be praying, my friend. I agree entirely. And the last thing I just want to say, Alex, is I know they're trying to shut you down, but the reinforcements have arrived, man. I would love to see you on air until you're 80 years old. I would love to see what you're talking about when you're 80. But if they do shut you down, no, you've gone into this war. You've won a lot of battles. And there are a lot of people like myself and many others who are going to continue. We're going to keep fighting in the info war. And even if something does happen to you or your show, know for a fact that you've gotten a lot of people fired up for liberty. Thank you, sir, for calling. Briefly, folks, please do not forget, this is the Maximum Alert. We wouldn't be here without you. I thank you for your support and your help. We're going to be steadfast in this fight, but we need financial support. And we're going to put up more prominent donate buttons at InfoWarsStore.com. You want to just give us straight donations. There's a P.O. box. If you want to mail us a check, we will put it into the fight against these globalists. We need money to fight back and to let them know we're taking action and to defend ourselves. InfoWarsStore.com is the main page. We have a huge sale going. Save InfoWars. Super special. Emergency special. 50% off. All InfoWars best-selling life products. All of them, 50% off. That's Super Mel Vitality, Survival Shield X2, now back in stock. Rainforce Plus, Turbo Force, Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula. So many more. Stock up on the toothpaste, the copy. Sign up for AutoShip, an additional 10% off. And I forgot, double Patriot points. Instead of 5% off on future orders, you get 10% off. And again, cancel AutoShip anytime for free. We need the funding. Thank you for your support. We're getting a lot of support right now, but we need a lot to go into this dark night. We're not going to back down. I want to be very, very clear with everybody about all of this. We're going into the season of war, and they have been inches from shutting down the final bank accounts we have due to their criminal activity and their and their digital fraud. And we need to know that we've got capital to go six months a year. We need to end here. We need to be provisioned. And you've got my total commitment that I am going to rampage forward against the enemy fearlessly. I'm loving every minute of this because I know I'm getting under their skin. I'm bloody and then I'm up politically. I'm banging heads with them, and they can't help but attack back with lies and that just brings more people here so i'm in one hell of a fight and so are you and i need war bonds i need gas i need ammo politically now but literally if you flood us with money and if you flood us with product purchases and if you flood us with your word of mouth you're unstoppable we're unstoppable together i want to send a strong message to the enemy i want to raise a couple million dollars right now to let the enemy know that their attacks are failing and that you will stand with us and i will never back down you have my commitment this only gives me more energy and more understanding of what we're facing and that we were right about this